Hi everybody, welcome to episode 8 of my film podcast, I Bitch About Films, where everything is 100% film talk and more. I hope you're all doing well, wherever you may be. And this segment will focus on the film, The Island on Bird Street. Um, this, The Island on Bird Street... Uh, was first published in 1981 as a book. Um, it is a historical novel by Israeli author Yuri or- Orlov. Um, and it's the story is set in Poland and it follows Alex, a young Jewish boy who was forced to fend for himself when his father is taken away by German soldiers during World War II. Love for his father and the promise of his return are the sources of strength the 11-year-old boy clings to in order to survive. So the film opens up with um, Alex with his father and uncle um, sharing an apartment in Poland and Alex is is often hidden by his dad and his uncle because the German soldiers are still uh, conduct because the German soldiers are still conducting door-to-door roundups and in this in this particular um, case they're looking for children elderly women and men so basically they keep Alex hidden in an attic in their apartment so um to protect them from being captured and then deported um a little bit about the the author um of this book and then his book was made into this film um Yuri Orlev was recognized with the Hans Christian Andersen Award in 1996. Um, Due to to this particular book's contributions to children's literature, it was also widely recognized work in Holocaust um, literature. Um, And it sort of was, you know, Yuri's narrative, you know, uh, uh, based on his, his own coming of age story. So the character, the central character in the, in this film is this 11 year old boy and Alex is forced to mature under the most terrifying circumstances. And it's the, the film is told from his first person perspective and like the narrative combines elements of bravery, courage against um, an insurmountable amount of hate and violence. So um, Alex visits his father and uncle at, at the workshop. I mean, most of the, the men that was working in these factories were basically working to support the German war and, and their war efforts. So Alex would, you know, sneak into the factory and visit his dad and his uncle 
but he 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 could not walk through the door of the factory he would he would visit them by um using a series of underground pipes you know you know in the walls and to get to his dad just to you know um to say hello or to see them and then he would basically leave the same way but he was always hidden he could not be seen and he could not be caught caught because if if they if he was caught he would most definitely be um deported so Alex faces like really 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 uh insurmountable insurmountable obstacles as he attempts to avoid the brutality of the Nazis and he also he also had to deal with the betrayal of his own countrymen many who were um sympathizers to the German cause and and also sympathizes to the eradication of Jews. So this this young boy had to endure a lot, you know. Um, when he went into forced hiding, um, while you know waiting for his 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 father to return. So one particular day, the German soldiers did an unexpected roundup, and Alex was caught in the factory you know which and he was not supposed to be in the factory actually he was supposed to be at home um hidden away in the attic and they had often you know they left him books he was an avid reader they left him books to read um paper pens anything to keep him occupied and to keep him in that hidden space to keep him safe but you know an 11 year old i mean they often get bored, you know, um, they're full of energy and, and they want to move around and imagine having to be forced to live in a tight space, um, you know, almost a box and you're, and you're told to stay there nine, 10 hours a day and you can't move. You could, you could probably only go to the bathroom, no windows, so one day he gets bored and he decides to pay his dad a visit at the factory and he he gets there by using a series of underground pipes you know in the ceilings and in the walls and he taps on the on the wall or the pipe to let his dad know that he was there and his dad um was angry with him because he wasn't supposed to leave his hiding space but anyway, you know, he wanted to see his father. It had been some time and he has been, he was, you know, locked away in the attic, attic and he was probably suffering from some, some form of um, cabin fever and just needed to get out and see someone, talk to someone, be with some. He just needed to get out to talk to someone, be with someone, see someone. So, um... Unbeknownst to the father, the uncle, there was a roundup. Some German soldiers, soldiers just showed up one day, and they came to the factory, and um, they were looking around and they were asking questions. And Alex's father managed to hide him under the table, like in a, a broken-down desk, and um. As the German soldiers were leaving, 
they spotted his elderly uncle and then they began to ask him questions and the uncle said well I work here I've been working here for a while and he was you know just telling the soldier what his duties were the German soldier act the German soldier asked the uncle how old he was and he told um this soldier he was middle age he gave him a number I think he said 56 six, I, you know and he didn't believe him so he made the uncle lift this heavy stone wheel just to see if the uncle was telling him the truth and when the uncle tried to lift and when the uncle tried to lift the stone he fell and the German soldier realized that he was older than what he actually said and he began to beat him and kick him and his and Alex was watching from his hiding spot um, when the soldiers left, Alex's father ran to his uncle. He helped him up. You know, he took him home and he had to basically, you know, nurse him back to health because he was badly beaten. Um, Alex was heartbroken. And as an 11 year old boy, imagine seeing your favorite family member brutalized. What do you think that would do to you? What do you think that did to that kid? What did that do to his psyche? What did it make him think of? The Germans. What did it make him think of his fellow man? So the uncle... The uncle got better, but, you know, the decision was made that he should stay away from the factory, but he would not. He couldn't because he needed to be there or else they would deport him for being too old. He went back to the factory um, and Alex once again left the home without his father's approval and once again there was another roundup but this time they the Germans came soldiers came in and they just basically um forced every man out of the factory onto the streets they were um rounding up women from homes this was a serious this was a major roundup and Alex got caught because he was not in his hiding place he was in a factory so everyone they they caught him as well and they all had to line up and they all had to line up and Alex's uncle and father realized that because he was 11 years old but he looked so much younger he would most likely not be sent to uh he would most likely be sent to Auschwitz to a death camp um, because the Germans really didn't keep children. Um, if you appeared to be weak, frail, elderly, extremely young, unable to work, um, you're basically being sent to your death. So the uncle decided to create a commotion so Alex could escape. And basically, that's what he did. Um, 
Alex, he told Alex to run, run, hide, save yourself. And that's what the young boy did. But they shot his uncle. So his uncle was killed and his dad was um, arrested and deported and sent to a camp. At this point, Alex was alone in the ghetto. He was living in one of the ghettos in Poland. And um, it was complete turmoil. He refused to leave the ghetto because he knew that his 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 dad would come back um, for him. And he he had no food. He had no food to eat. He had no adult supervision. Um, he was living in um, horrible conditions, like in rubble, buildings that were bombed out. You know. And the only thing he had was his pet mice. It was a, a white a white mouse that he had um, to keep him company. He often had conversations with him because he needed something to do to survive the loneliness. Um, he had to search for food on his own. He had to find water. He had to get creative to stay alive. And, um, you know, while he was hiding and looking for food and basically trying to live, he witnessed horrible, horrible atrocities committed against other people who were doing the same thing. There was a family who was living underneath rubble um, in the ground. It looks like they built... A, a bomb shelter maybe six seven eight nine feet deep and they created a hiding space they built a shower they had food down there but someone informed on them and they were discovered by the the germans came and they found them living in a hideaway in the ground and basically arrested them and they all were deported and the german commander blew up the hiding space so people would not be able to hide there again so it was a harrowing film I mean all throughout the film you know this young boy um had to become creative to stay alive um he met a few other Jews like himself who were in hiding and he met a young girl um and a doctor who lived outside of the ghetto who actually helped him and gave him medicine for someone that who was in hiding with him who was sick but the doctor was arrested because someone informed on him and he was um sent to a camp um the young girl that Alex met who took care of him and who was helping him and you know by giving him food and shelter eventually they fled Poland um, for somewhere in the mountains and, they, and she said Alex was welcome to come with them but he refused because he said his father was coming back for him and he could not leave even if everything around him was falling apart he could not leave until he was reunited with his father and the sad part of the film 
was when the Germans decided to basically demolish the ghetto. That means blow everything up and seal it off. And Alex refused to leave. And Alex refused to leave at that point because he his father had not returned. He had um he had used pieces of wood to mark the number of days that had since passed since his father was gone. And at some point he must have realized his father was killed in the concentration camps and he basically began to bury himself inside of a inside of the 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 ghetto, the sealed the you know, the um bombed out building that he was living in. He was living in rubble and dirt, you know. And his mice died. His his pet mice had had, had died and that he at that moment he really felt like he was alone so he began to accept his fate that he was going to die there and his father most likely was not living so he basically covered himself up in dirt he laid down and just was waiting for it all to happen and the ghetto was sealed up so uh, for some time he was sealed in in a wall around him in filth and dirt and rubble and bricks and I thought the child would not be found and I thought that by the time his father found him he would be gone Um, but miraculously at the very last um, 20 10 minutes of the film his dad found him somehow his dad survived the concentration camp and came back for him and and he had to break the walls to get to his son because his son was basically buried inside of a wall. And he found him and he was alive and they were reunited. And it was a very happy ending for this 11-year-old boy. Um, the film, you know, um, I mean... The book was geared towards children, but the film was really, um, a historical fact that happened to many young survivors of, of Nazi Germany and Nazi Europe. And, you know, what I got from this film is that Alex had Alex had to learn how to exist in a world that was unmerciful to children as it was to adults. Um, and um, he had to live in the most difficult circumstances that most people would not be able to do. So this is this was a great film. I recommend it if you're interested in Holocaust literature, Holocaust films, um, survival films, children of Holocaust, and its psychological effects on them, I would, I would definitely recommend it. It's, you know, it's a historical account and it's fact. And it teaches us a lesson in humanity. So with that, I am going to end this segment on 
my podcast I bitch about films and I hope you enjoyed and I hope you enjoyed it and I will be back to discuss another feature film in the future um on a lighter note I would like to say thank you to all of my listeners um who have been enjoying some of the films that I've been discussing and I hope you stick around and you know the best is yet to come you know I bitch about films where everything is 100% film talk and more